0: Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zuma Radio.
1: Welcome back. Now we are turning to a subject that is very personal for me. It's pancreatic cancer and how to beat it. As many of you know, I am one of very few survivors of this deadliest form of cancer. Pancreatic cancer is the fourth leading cause of cancer death in Canada. It's the only cancer with a survival rate still in the single digits. But there's new hope for a subset of patients, including me, and that's why today I'm welcoming to the studio Michelle Capobianco, the Executive Director of Pancreatic Cancer Canada. Thank you. Hi, and Aaron Neufeld. Now, last summer, a friend of mine asked me to be in touch with Aaron. He had just been diagnosed and he had a treatment plan. And to make a long story short, After a brief conversation, I strongly suggested that Aaron get tested for the same cancer-causing genetic mutation that I have. Aaron, welcome. Hello. And why don't you pick up the story from there?
2: Well, the thing, uh, the whole thing started end of June of 2015, where uh, I became yellow, jaundiced, and uh, I went to... uh, uh, be checked by a doctor, and didn't take them long. Within about an hour, they said uh, pancreatic cancer. Uh, I must admit, uh, it did shock me a little oh. bit, but I took it in stride. I figured uh, we'll have to see what we can do about it. So um, I, I was checked by various doctors, uh, including uh, Sunnybrook Hospital and so on until my good fortune uh, helped me meet Libby Snymer, which suggested that I go to uh, PMH, which is Princess Margaret Hospital and uh, have a blood test for a genetic mutation in my gene. There are BRCA gene 1 and BRCA gene 2 and it uh, turns out that I did have one at BRCA gene 1, a mutation. And the doctor that was handling me there, or still is at this time, um, suggested a different chemo treatment, which in his opinion would help. He has been doing research on that for the last five or six years. And uh, I believe that... Uh, everything from there on seemed a little bit brighter. And uh, I started a treatment. I got chemo from September till the end of December. And then they put me on a uh, vacation, so to speak, from chemo, which I'm still on now. Uh, I don't know. uh, All the CT scans didn't show that the cancer has shrunk or anything, but at least at the moment it stayed stable. So that's where I am at the
1: moment. Well, stable is good. Stable is good because one of the problems with pancreatic cancer is is that it progresses very
3: rapidly. And this conversation that you were able to have, Aaron, with Libby, underscores the need to have conversation and dialogue and to keep the conversation going about treatments, about all of the different options to make sure people are aware. You might end up with one doctor to begin with, but you might want to investigate a little further. And so it's always wise to talk to people who have lived through this experience. And you can go on our website at pancreaticcancercanada.ca. There's a list of questions to ask your doctor. There's experts you can talk to. And it's, it's really important to get as much information as you can. And the important
1: thing about uh, my case and Aaron's case is that, you know, other cancers, they've found that, you know, say breast cancer. It's not one disease. It's at least four diseases. And they have to be treated differently, even though they might look the same under a microscope and even if uh, they affect the same body part. So what they call personalized medicine, now the the medical profession is, is looking for these different subsets. And when it comes to pancreatic cancer, ours is the first subset uh, that they have been able to successfully treat. I was lucky. Mine was found a little earlier than Aaron's, so I'm cancer-free, but th- this treatment uh, is appropriate for Aaron. But, you know, if we get a caller who's saying, who, and I get many calls from people who say, I've, I've, I'll have what you had, it's not necessarily going to work. Um, what's your feeling on this, Aaron? Well, um
2: I think you have to take everything in stride. You have to uh, explore your options. You have to see what treatments are being offered. You have to try and uh, find what will work for you or, or what you may believe that may work for you. A lot of it, I believe that a lot of it is in your mind too. You can help yourself by being a positive uh, thinker. By by trying to help yourself, uh, I I went through a couple of things, prostate cancer, for instance, in two in 2005, which is by the way an outcome from this gene mutation, exactly which is part of it, and uh, I I, I uh, this I beat totally, it's totally clean. Uh, I I just had a meeting with that particular doctor a week ago. And he said, "Do you don't have to come and see me again because your p s a is zero, so this is about that, so now I'm trying to create a miracle that will help me with uh, uh, the you know with what I'm dealing with at the moment
1: The, the thing about the mutation that we have is that it p- puts you at risk of having different cancers It's not a recurrence, but a new cancer. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Dave
4: in Mississauga. Hi, Dave. Hi, how are you? Fine. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. I just want to start off by saying I listen to your show almost every day. Thank you. And I really enjoy it. Thank you. But, but you guys really hit a nerve today. Uh, I have been diagnosed with pancreatitis mm-hmm. and uh well, other things, anemic uh, acute pancreatitis, um some other word they gave me. I don't even quite understand what that is. But I tell you, uh and oh, I wouldn't want that on my worst enemy. It is the most painful thing you can possibly go through.
1: It's 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 horrible. I it after um I had a certain procedure when I was sick. I had pancreatitis on top of it and it it was Horrible, and I ended up on kind of for a while on vast amounts of
4: painkillers because it, oh, yeah. it's really painful. Hydromorphine, excuse me, hydromorphine I'm sorry, is a painkiller. I went. I, I had to go to Credit Valley Hospital, and I was admitted three different times the past year, like last year, all the way through. And my last day ended up being 32 days. Wow. Whereas, uh, oh, like. I can I can tell you like I know you don't have time and I'm not gonna you know uh, go on and on but I tell you I had my stomach tapped four times oh dear oh, excuse me my abdomen tapped four times I I had tubes sticking out of me it got to the point where they actually had to put me under and do an operation where they put a shelt from my pancreas I believe they put it into my small intestine I'm not quite sure. Um, and speaking of doctors, I think I saw about 20 of them. Mm,
1: I'm sorry to hear that, but, you know, they I'm sure you're being checked, but, um, you know, unfortunately, pancreatitis is is a risk factor for well, uh, pancreatic yeah. cancer, so they should be watching you for that.
4: Well, uh, my last visit to the doctor uh, was, um, oh, about two weeks ago, and I did uh well, they won't give me a CT scan at the moment because I've already had 10 in the past, like, four months. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, that's what they said, too. Radiation, I guess, is what they said. Yep. And so what they won't give me one, but they did do, uh, oh, excuse me, an ultrasound. And uh, what it showed up was, and I was great relieved to hear the fact that the fluid... And there's some god-awful fluid when you, when you see it, because it comes out when, 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 you know, when they tap your abdomen. And it's a brownish, darkish liquid, and it's gross. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> um, sorry to, sorry up, to hear
1: true. that you're suffering with this, but um, I wish you all the best.
4: Yeah, and like I said, I wouldn't want to wish it on my worst enemy. I'm glad that you survived.
1: Thank you very much.
4: Uh, The only reason I say that, please, before I go, is they told me on no uncertain terms if I come in 10 years ago, I would probably not be here to talk to you. That's what they told me.
1: Okay, I guess they have better treatment. Well, thanks, Dave, for your call, and again, all the best to you. So, yeah, wow. Difficult.
2: Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of uh, things that come with it, and uh, you never know what you may be hit with next. But uh, uh,
1: what, well. what was your reaction, Aaron, when you found out that you had this mutation? Uh, by the way, uh, the mutation is what most people commonly know as the breast cancer gene. So it puts usually the biggest risks uh, are for breast cancer and ovarian cancer and prostate cancer for men. But w- were you surprised to learn that you had this, and how did you feel about it?
2: Well, I must admit I was probably hoping that it will be found because I heard that there was some options with that, and mostly thanks to, to you, Libby. Thank that, you. Uh, uh, you said, go and do it. And when I came back, and they told me it's like I won the lottery almost. You know? And uh, from, from there on, things looked brighter because I figured that uh, there may be a treatment that they can at least try on. So all didn't look all that bleak immediately, you know. So I, I just took it in stride as it came, and I was very happy that I can be treated
1: I I guess it's something that's normally bad news, but in this case it can be good news. Michelle, um, when people get in touch with you at the organization, what are the most common questions?
3: Often we get calls from caregivers, from family members who have recently heard the news that somebody they love has been diagnosed or may well soon be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. They want to know what it means, what the treatment options are, Um, Have other people gone through this experience? What have their experiences been like? Can we put them in touch with somebody? And that's a big part of what we do is answering questions and getting people in touch with other people who have been through this experience, like yourself, Libby. Being able, as Erin did, to reach out and talk to somebody who's been through that exact experience really changes the experience, if you will, and really helps soften. So that's one of the things we try to do. We try to give more information, talk about treatment options, and talk about where to go from here. Okay,
1: we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to give the numbers out before we go because we want to hear from you. We'd like to hear your stories, your experiences with pancreatic cancer, whether it was you or a friend or a loved one. Uh, and we'll be back with more on this. The numbers four one six three six zero zero seven forty
0: 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Welcome back. We are talking about pancreatic cancer, and I'm here with Michelle Capobianco, the Executive Director of Pancreatic Cancer Canada, and my friend Aaron Neufeld, who uh, has the same genetic mutation as I do that predisposes you to various types of cancer, including pancreatic cancer, which can be bad news. But it can also be good news because in terms of pancreatic cancer, it gives you a treatment option that other people don't have. And and Aaron, when you first heard about all of that, what, what were the first questions that went through your mind?
2: Well, uh, originally I, I was just asking myself how long I will survive. But after that, when I heard about the options with a mutation where the treatment options are different, it gave me a lot of hope, and it uh, uh, encouraged me to uh, be very, very positive, not to uh, get scared, you know, to just take it like a, like a common cold almost.
1: Uh, a little, little worse than that.
2: Yes, <laughs> I, I guess eventually it can become, but uh, I, I'm not the type that gets really scared fast, so... Uh, Whatever it is, it's like I told Michelle before, I'm a poker player, so I'm being dealt a hand and I have to play it, period.
1: You talk about um, giving hope. That's so important, and it, it's such a strange balance you know, between being realistic and, and having hope. Michelle, how do you juggle that with people who turn to you?
3: It's different for every person, and it also depends where they are in the journey, whether it's themselves personally. People want to hear different messages. Um, I often talk to people who are really angry and want to know what we as an organization are doing to raise awareness, to raise more funds for research. They want other people to realize that the risk of getting pancreatic cancer and the diagnosis of getting pancreatic cancer changes your life and they don't want other families to go through this. So there are often people who are mad and want a very detailed list of what our organization is doing. Uh, There are other people who um, want to have just a a voice to talk to at the other end who can understand what they've been through. We can put them in touch with people who have are survivors like yourself or who have lost family members and have gone through the experience. Often you just want to talk to somebody who's been through that exact experience with you. So it really depends what each person wants, and, and we try to, to offer and the best we can. Okay. I'm going to give out the numbers once again, 416
1: or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And one of the big problems with pancreatic cancer is that, frankly, there just aren't many survivors around to advocate the way you have with other diseases like breast cancer and and prostate cancer, it it can be difficult. And it, and an organization like ours was started and propelled forward by by people who lost loved ones, not by people who were survivors. I think I was the first survivor to get involved. Now our chairman, Dr. Michael Clarfield, is another survivor. But, that's right. Uh, that's right. So, um, you know, and again, you know, Aaron, I know that the the treatment gave you a lot of hope but uh did you when you were first diagnosed start looking on the internet and how did you know the numbers how did they affect you
2: well i i've looked uh, i've looked around i've listened to treatment options i've asked a lot of questions uh i didn't accept the news just as they came i mean i knew it that it you know it was a fact there was no question that uh i got it what they said, I got, I got, but I wanted to know what other options are there on a treatment. And uh, it seemed that everything uh, revolved around going back to chemo. Uh, they suggested uh, to me some very harsh chemo uh, options, which I wasn't sure that uh, I was ready to uh, take because it seemed that the chemo Treatment was probably worse than the sickness. Uh, and uh, once I heard about a gene mutation, uh, I said, okay, let's give this a shot. And uh, uh, I'm, I, I'm fairly pleased with the, with the outcome up to this point. So let's see how it continues.
1: You've, you haven't completely stopped working.
2: No, no. I still work. I uh, go out in the morning. I do what I have to do. I'm in the construction business, so I'm building custom homes. So, why should I stop working?
1: Well, exactly. So I, I mean, I it, get up. <sighs> And that's something that's, that's incredible, too. Uh, Michelle, how often do you hear about people who can get up and go to work in the morning, especially a kind of, a, I know you don't do the physical work yourself, Aaron, but it's still, it's, it's not a desk job, exactly. No,
2: but dealing with different trades and mm. suppliers and <laughs> owners is, is also a fairly tough job. But I'm used to it. I've been doing it for a long time, and there is absolutely nothing that I would like to do better than that.
3: Aaron also has a lot of support, and his beautiful wife has joined him here today, and she's able to really support him. And she's been busy investigating the disease and getting more information, and, yeah. and she's been a big support to you as well. I know.
2: Absolutely, she's been a big support for me, not only throughout these crises, but uh, we had, you know, we went through crises before. And uh, we've been married now for 55 years. And uh, she was always there beside me, and I wouldn't want to do it without her.
1: I had the opportunity to meet your lovely daughter, and that's a whole other thing. I mean, if you have this, then there's a 50% chance that she has this. Has that come up?
2: Yeah, we discussed it, and I gave her the telephone numbers for... Uh, the blood tests to be to be done. But I, I don't think that any one of my two daughters have decided to take it up yet at, at this time. Um, I don't know why, but they are pretty... Um, I mean, they are, they are older girls, so uh, one is 50 and one is 45. So I can't force them to do anything. So. Did,
1: did you discuss it? With yeah, them?
2: absolutely
1: did. And uh, did you tell them that you...
2: I insisted, <laughs> and they promised that they would go through it, but they haven't done it yet, so...
1: What are they waiting for?
2: I, I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> that is a whole other issue when people find out they have this gene. It's the issue of uh, the children have a 50% chance of having it, and when do you tell them, and when do you... Get tested, and, and it's not recommended that people do this at too young an age. Uh, you know, they say you probably shouldn't start before 25, but uh, I suspect 45 and 50 <laughs> you're in there. Yeah.
2: It's uh, I thought that they should do it uh, because if you know about it, maybe you can check yourself. Maybe you can make sure that you get a treatment early if. Any signs are showing, but they uh, have not taken me up on that yet. So hopefully soon.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to wrap things up. Uh, I have a little bit of housekeeping first. So, first of all, Aaron Neufeld, thank you so much for being here.
2: Libby, thank you for having me. And uh, I. I Enjoyed this. It's my first experience on radio.
1: Okay. We're glad
3: you enjoyed it. And, Michelle, not your first experience on radio, and you will, of course, be back. Thank you very much. And I would just encourage all of your listeners who want more information to go to pancreaticcancercanada.ca. Yes. Excellent website. And before I go,
1: just a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, I'm working on a documentary on this very subject, which I will be telling you, the listeners, about more in uh, the months ahead. And actually, I'm going to be on assignment uh, for the documentary. So as of a little later on in the week, um, Jane Brown will be in the chair for a couple of weeks while I work on uh, this documentary, which will be called Cancer Saved
0: My Life.